Hello and welcome to the Mix, Sizzle and Shake, your business podcast. This is Sue Ann with Right Mix for Business and the MizzyBiz.com site and I'm so happy that you're here. I really appreciate the listeners and the feedback and the fun that we've been having on the podcast talking everything business and content. So today I want to talk to you about being a freelancer. Are you a freelancer? Are you a solopreneur? Are you a small business owner? Then listen, listen, listen. Uh, Besides the fact that I'm working on a course that might help you guys co-creating a course with Ryan Bidoff, and you may have heard about that, called How to Bling Your Blog and Feed That Hog. I recently wrote an article for Sylvian Nuccio, and she asked me to write this about how to be a freelancer or tips for being a freelancer or working for yourself, however you want to state it. Um, And the reason she asked me is she heard my interview on... Dana Gore's Study the Solopreneur podcast. So if you missed that and you want to hear a little bit more about me personally, I was asked some questions about my past, or, you know, what led me to where I'm at now. And um, you might learn a little more about me. You might find out something you're surprised to hear. That Study the Solopreneur with Dana Gore. Anyway, that's how I met Sylvian. Nuccio, who asked me to write this article. And so I want to share with you some of my thoughts about becoming or being a freelancer or working for yourself as a small business or a solopreneur. I've been doing that now for 30 years. And I love working for myself. I always say no one can make me work harder than I work for myself. But you know what? Everybody's not like that. Um... Here's the thing, guys. You have to have a business mindset. It's not free. Freelancing isn't free. Isn't carefree. It isn't flitting. It isn't easy. It's it's maintaining and operating a business. So I believe that you need to, a business mindset, and that way you'll be more successful. But what does it mean to have a business mindset? Well, first of all, I think it means that you have to understand what is needed of you in order to be a freelancer. And it also is a matter of understanding yourself and knowing that you can be what is needed to be a freelancer. In other words, there's nobody, there's no boss that's going to tell you what time to start, what to do each day, what tasks need completed to take care of, you know, a client or marketing or the accounting. You, you, all these responsibilities fall under your guardianship. You're in charge. So there's the good news, guys. You're in charge. But (laughs) there's the bad news, guys. You're in charge. So that's kind of scary if you think of it that way because it really all comes down to you. It's all on your neck, all your, on your back, all on your shoulders. So I'm just saying, if you're new to it, or even if you're not new to it, think about the things that matter that make your business successful or not. And so I'm saying, be honest with yourself, because if you know that you're not going to get up and go to work, if nobody's making you 
come to work by a certain time, if you're not reporting to anyone, then you might not be successful as a freelancer because no one's going to make you go to work. No one's going to give you a schedule. No one's going to tell you what needs done or when or why. So this is all up to you to figure out. So you should really think about who are you? Do you know yourself? Be honest with yourself. If you know that you're lazy, no good guy or girl that don't want to get up, you may not make it as a freelancer as working for yourself. Because the truth is, for me anyway, I, in working for myself, have worked harder than anyone I feel could ever make me work. Now, I don't know how you are. You might not have that internal fire, drive, persistence, um, you know, you might not be able to make yourself get up and do what's needed to be done. So think about that. Also, define your freelance business. Because if you just say, I'm going to be a freelancer, or I'm going to be a blogger and make money on a blog, you really are leaving yourself clueless. You have not really described what clearly is it that you are exactly going to be doing as a freelancer, a solopreneur, a small business owner, whichever it is. So think about exactly what you'll be doing, who you'll be doing it for, how you will help or serve them by doing it, and ask yourself or, or research whether there's a market to do it. You could have the greatest idea in the world, but if nobody's interested, you have no market. So it won't matter. So simply, if you don't have a purpose, if you don't have a vision for your business, you will never reach a goal. Without a purpose and a vision, your goals then are unclear and you can't hit a target if you don't have a target. So think about really setting yourself up to succeed by getting clear on exactly what you're doing, why you're doing it, who you're doing it for, how you're doing it, how it will help, what the result will be, and if there's even a market. And to find out more, you'll need to define an audience. So you might want to do some market analysis to understand not only who your prospects are, but where they are and how you can reach them. So... You have to reach them to market to them. So you need to be aware of everything that's going on from their end. So your market analysis is from a customer or client perspective. But then to further refine and define your business and analyze your viable market, you might want to also do a competitive analysis or competitive research or a SWOT analysis, which is a look at strengths, weakness, weak, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. To find out whether you again have a viable business if there's a market for it then you'll be able by looking at the competitive uh, landscape you'll also be able to identify your core differentiators you'll be able to then establish what makes you stand out what makes you unique how you can sell in the marketplace by your unique characteristic and it also will help you hone in on who your verified customers and their needs are because you'll be seeing through your competitors' eyes and through their clients, you know, you'll be getting more of a feel of understanding your marketplace. So think about this. Without knowing your potential competition in your marketplace, um, you're not starting out with a very 
well-rounded eye to success. So you want to do that. But then once you discover that potential competition, that potential marketplace where you can find clients and business, then my best advice at that point is that you proceed. Head down, blinders on, and you take action to make your business the best it can be. You don't want to be mimicking everybody around you. You want to do your thing the best you can to establish yourself, to guarantee yourself uh, by success, by actual progress, by, by making progress, by doing the work that you accomplish and showing that you have something worth offering. And then you'll also want to get down to details. You'll want to actually look at your business from a standard operating procedure perspective. You want to get accurate and consistent in the way that you get things done for your business. It's about productivity. It's about, you know, wise time use. It's about, you know, having time to take care of the things that are most important, which are customer needs, but still setting up for the systems that have to also happen. Um, checklists are one system that you can have in place for so many things. And it's an easy, simple system, but it does make progress for you. It keeps you in line. It keeps you on target. It helps you focus on what needs done. It helps you to break down and identify the steps or the tasks that are necessary to complete the actions that you need to take to reach your business goals for success. And having your systems in place uh, for business type things, like for your invoices, your business cards, proposals, you know, your regular business actions, if you have a consistent system for those things, it will also help you show a professional and positive brand image. That consistency, that everything in place, that system, that consistent thing, even, you know, that's facing the client in an, in an invoice is going to be a reflection of your business. So these, these simple but standard operating procedures from everything A to Z is kind of important. Also, set high standards for yourself and your business. If you set your standards high, you're always trying to get better. You're always trying to up your game. And this translates to a better you, a better business, and happy clients. So the quality of your product, whether it's an actual product or whether it's a service, has the biggest impact, I think, on helping you grow your business. So work to be the best at whatever it is that you do, I think, for a no-fail plan of attack an attack for success, of course. And finally, remember to experiment, evaluate, and evolve. Um, especially if you're new to business, because if you don't experiment, evaluate, and evolve, you won't make progress, you won't gain customers, you won't grow. <clears throat> All these things are necessary for growth, in my opinion. So the best formula that I can share with any business, whether you're a freelancer, a solopreneur, a small business, it doesn't matter. You need to be organized. You need to be productive. If you aren't, then you're not going to be able to grow. You're not going to have a product that's worth consuming, that people are going to want to buy, that they know is going to be a quality uh, item. Again, it doesn't matter whether it's a product or a service. But if you experiment, you will 
automatically be opening yourself up to innovating and trying new things and getting better. You'll use feedback, and and when you evaluate for feedback, you want everybody's perspective. You want internal and external audiences. You want your suppliers, your customers, and your employees all to give you feedback, all to answer questions, all to evaluate things they see as problems or things they see as assets. And if you use all of this, it will give you new business momentum on an ongoing basis. So remember to try things because experimenting and changing things up leads to those new ideas and innovation. And innovation is a big winner in business. No matter what your industry, it works in industries of every kind because when you adopt innovation, because you're learning, growing, changing, experimenting, and and working with the needs of your customers, you know, which also causes change because you're working to meet their needs as, as things change and as they, you know, ask for things along the way. But when you adopt and innovate with your operations, you then can become a coveted resource for your clients. They're going to want to work with you. They're going to think about you because they know that you're always working at the cutting edge. You're always state of the art. You're always looking forward. You're always trying to present them something new, exciting, and you know your stuff. And that is going to be the business operations that come from these things that I've talked about, about being detailed, about understanding what your business is about, about understanding who your clients are and what your market is. When you have all of that going for you, then you have a way to adopt a business mindset, which I think is this important key to being successful as a small business or a freelancer or a solopreneur. You remember, you're allowed to choose clients, your hours, your projects, what you want to work on, but you still need a business mindset with discipline, with focus, with experimentation, and with action on your part to be able to succeed. So think about that, evaluate that for your own use, and let me know what you think. Have a great day, and oh, Check out the videos that we've been doing, Ryan Bidoff and I, for how to bling your blog and feed that hog. And hop on. The pre-sale's coming out very soon, guys. So I hope to see you there. We can get a lot deeper on a lot of cool things. Okay, thanks for listening. This is Sue Ann, and I appreciate you tuning in. Oh, you can get a link for this article on the Mizzy Biz podcast website. That's M-S-S-Y-Biz. Dot com, Mizzy Biz, Mix, Sizzle, and Shake Your Business, and I'll hear from you and talk to you next time. Thanks for listening. Thanks for checking out this Right Mix for Business presentation. Remember, if you need to bling your blog or you need help with any content assets for your business, Right Mix for Business. Yep. <laughs>